What's up, fan bros? It's your boy DJ Ben Amin, and on this episode of Fan Bros Show, we talk about Ghostbusters and its shared universe. How exciting! Not really, but we also talk about the Apple Watch. And we debut our new segment this week in the N Word. What? Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Doodle. And welcome, internets, to another episode of Fan Bros. The show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. It's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, a.k.a. the Kevin Bacon of the internets, here on Fan Bros Show, the voice of the urban geek. And as always, I am joined by Tatiana King Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as the Costa Rican Princess with her poetic justice braids. All right. Yes. Tatiana stepped in the building tonight looking like Janet just stepped (laughs) off the post office bus. (laughs) Yep. And also in the spaceship tonight, bearded up Chico Leo, but this is the last week of the, uh, the winter Wookiee. The beard will be gone. The beard Aww. will be yeah, gone. It's gonna so be, unlike yes. James Harden, you're letting it go? Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be more like Rick on The Walking Dead. There's going to be a big scene. I'm going to get some neighbor to come, and she's going to cut my hair, and she's going to shave me. And it's going to be halfway between Ghost and The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to do some pottery. I don't know. Isn't there some some, some business happens in Ghost, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But in Ghost, there's pottery and sex. Right. Well, that, well hopefully there's going to be pottery and sex. I think that's what he was alluding to. Yeah, exactly. In my future. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies out there, you heard it. Chico Leo needs someone to cut the beard. Dios mio. Yeah, the beard must go on Fan Bros Show. And then we'll make some pots. Whatever works. (laughs) Yeah, that's right, folks. This is Fan Bros Show, the voice of the urban geek. And it's been a big, huge, enormous week for Fan Bros Show. So much going on. Some that I can speak on, some that I can't. But that I can't speak on right now. The Rappers with Arm Cannons tour kicked off in New York City last week, and it was amazing. Woo! Shouts to Samus and Megaran. Yes, yes. Shout out to everyone who performed. Shout out to everybody who came out. It, it was a I'm blizzard outside. It was full <laughs> snow everywhere in New York. They could have been anywhere in the world, and they were here with us. Chico Leo was in the building. The performances were great. The crowd was amazing. Samus Megaran killed it. Uh, D. Nils, uh, various ways. I'm forgetting somebody, but a lot of people performed. Yeah. Everybody was dope. There were Don more Will rappers was, than arm cannons. I know Don Will was also in attendance. Yes, Don Will was Tiny in the Morgan. building. Shout out to my boy, DJ D. Kane Marco, aka mm. the Juggernaut. Yes. Yes. In the building. It was yeah, it was it was a really dope night. Thank you to everyone who came out supporting Fan Bro Show. Really crazy. Lovely. Thank you once again. <laughs> but it, yeah. Now that we've been giving out all the thanks and the props and the love, we gotta speak on something else. You know, we gotta you know, throw a little shade into the world. <laughs> You know, we, we, we're like uh, sweet and sour. You know, those commercials where it's like the, he's real nice to you. 
Like we're nice at first. The Sour Patch Kids commercials. Yes. Oh my gosh. Go. Yeah. But it's time for some sour because Ghostbusters. Listen, yo. Sony. Sony is such asshats. They're so fucking stupid. I think the biggest phrase I saw this week on the internet in reaction to the snooze was that Sony loves the phrase shared universe more than anything else. No, they love the phrase, I think this will make money, so let's throw it at the wall and see if it works out. So mm. I, I don't understand why they come up with these things. They shoot themselves in the foot multiple times, all the time. And they're doing it again now with Ghostbusters or what they perceive as the Ghostbusters shared universe. How dumb as hell does that sound? Well, folks, for those who don't know, Sony announced this week that in addition to the all-female Ghostbusters, they are going to do another movie featuring perhaps Shannon Tatum and Chris Pratt as more Ghostbusters, which will be part of a shared universe of at least four films, including a prequel. What are they, Power Rangers? Like, what the hell? What, what do you mean? They, uh, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? First of all, first of all, let's be real about it. Like, while these movies were classic, Ghostbusters wasn't like a dope-ass movie where you're going to sit here and make multiple stories off of it like that. Well, the first one was, but the second one was definitely doo-doo, as they would say. The first Ghostbusters is one of the greatest Yeah, the first one, was, but my thing, it all went downhill. And then who was the main character, the one you really cared about in Ghostbusters? Bill Murray. All right. He's not even going to be in any of this stuff at all. <laughs> at all. He said, oh, what's your idea? Oh, that's dumb as hell. See y'all later. Peace out. He, if Bill Murray said he ain't about that life, why would we be about that? Shannon Tatum. Chris Pratt. So you telling me the dude that's playing Gambit is also going to be a Ghostbuster? <laughs> think about and that magic for a minute. Be, let, let's really think about that yeah, for a, a minute. There's a sequel. There's a Magic Mike sequel. That yeah, it's about. a shared universe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a gyrating, car throwing, ghost catching motherfucker. <laughs> so, so wait. So is, is the the all? I know that there's two competing Ghostbusters. There's the all female one, which is actually the the smartest thing to absolutely. do. Absolutely, no. I I'm especially when you have a movie that's led by all white characters, almost all white characters, and then men. So to right. completely flip it and do women, and these are all funny. The proposed cast, very funny women. You know, Melissa McCarthy, I believe, was one of them, and then um, Homegirl from SNL, like. All these funny ass people, right. like this is gonna work out. Like at least in theory, this this is a great idea. But then to dilute, absolutely, that's the right word. Absolutely, it's diluting it. It's so stupid. Like you're, but they're both Sony. So Sony's doing the all woman one, and then they yes. just stepped on their own foot. And, 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 and I mean, I don't know if this is like green lit, but they said that this is what they were thinking about. Oh no, no, no! They said this has been in plan for a minute. This is not a change of pace for it's Sony. It's cool and it's rad and it's powerful. Powerful. <laughs> there you go, baby. Right. There like you after go. Earth. Oh. oh. Speaking of that, Will Smith had another bomb with um focus. That's right. You know, I forgot that movie came out. Ouch. So did a lot of people. Yeah. I yeah. completely forgot that that movie came out. Wow. <sighs> Sorry, Will. People have their moments, and once your moment is over, it's hard to uh, it's hard to get your moment back. You were speaking about that earlier. Moment. He had a long moment. A so you are good. you saying he lost his moment? You don't think I, he has the shine no he's, more? Yeah, I don't think he's ever going to be the Will Smith that he we, doesn't that have to we all know. You know, like the dude he ain't who, got that juice. The, he does not know. He his juice he ain't container got the juice like is, that. is okay. half full. 
Damn. Or, or half empty. You heard it here first from Chico Leo. You ain't got the juice he's like not, that. He's not opening 10 movies in a row at over 100 million or whatever that stat. He has some but stat that no one else. But he's also not doing 10 movies in a row. No, but what I mean, well, eventually. I mean, I'm assuming he'll do 10 more movies. He's actually doing less saying. movies than he used to. People people move on, and and it's it's very hard to get that to get that back, you know? like No, but you, you were speaking about that earlier. You were saying that the Suicide uh, cast yeah, it is seems now like looking like... Just all people who tried to be leads in franchises, and you know, Taylor Kitsch tried to be leads in like three different. He's not in guy. Suicide Squad. Oh, he's not. You no. sure? Oh, I yeah. thought I thought he was in there. You sure? No, okay, no. well, he played Joel, Gambit though. He Joel, played a bad version of Gambit. Joel but. Joel Kinnaman, who they tried to relaunch this RoboCop thing with, that you know, I just That's heard who his, that is. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's and he cast. he is dope, but he you know are, are you sure Taylor Kitsch is not Taylor in the, Kitsch in the Suicide is not Squad? In no, right. I'm a hundred percent positive. All right, but there were there were a couple of people. Jared Leto, Jared Leto. I he's mean, he's not failed. He just won an Oscar. No, but I but he doesn't. I'm I'm saying dudes that they tried to actually have lead franchises. Uh, Jared um, never had that. No, I guess not. Jared Leto never. They didn't put him. Uh, Will Smith didn't try. He had. No, he. Oh, Will Smith had multiple. There's no doubt. Yeah. Multiple franchises. Yeah. Well, you know, Suicide Squad's still looking pretty good. There's, they were supposed to reveal something about that. I don't know if it. I don't think it ever happened because there was supposed to be some big reveal a few days ago. The director was hyping it up and where, where, where. But speaking of big reveals, what did happen was the Daredevil trailer, uh, the Daredevil, the Daredevil, say that five times fast, trailer dropped on Netflix, on YouTube, actually, you know, all over the world, on the Internet, so all that good stuff. What was the looks on that? I liked it. I was really hoping to see the red costume, but there, all right, if you're a Daredevil fan. You don't fan, have the red costume? Not yet. Okay. They didn't show him in costume at all. No, he wears a black suit that oh. looks like yeah, that's but from the, but, that John Romita comic. Yeah, definitely, it's from the comics already. And if you're a Daredevil fan, shout out to Combat Jack, who's a huge Daredevil fan. I, I, I want to know really, me, me, I'm not. I haven't even read all of. I'm about to get, you know, killed for this. The Electra Saga. I haven't at the Frank Miller joint. I right. read it. I did read Daredevil after that. In the 80s, 90s, all that for a minute. But I'm I not mean, the biggest. But I, I will say he gets his ass kicked multiple times in the trailer, which is a staple of Daredevil. So if you love Daredevil, <laughs> you have you have to appreciate that because he gets served multiple times. They also have a really dope shot of his dad in a red. And his dad is a boxer. And so they have him walk into the ring in a red and yellow hood, which is reminiscent of Daredevil's original colors, which are red and yellow. So that was dope as hell. There's a lot of dope shots in the trailer. Your boy, uh, Vincent, right, is the kingpin. Vincent is the kingpin, yes. You know, he gets some acting time in the trailer. He's looking good as the kingpin. Not surprised because he's dope. You get a really dope line about um, that relates to the Marvel Universe where they said, if you had a hammer or, or a shield or something, maybe you wouldn't be getting your ass kicked so much. Uh, you know? <laughs> like, I see so, what you did there. Yeah, so they're already showing that it's relating to the larger Marvel Universe, but they're also showing that it takes place in a really dark corner, you know, in the streets of the Marvel Universe. So it's going to be different from what we've seen. Okay. It looks dope. I like I say, my only fault is I would have loved to see the costume. You definitely get to see the batons, 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 batons. Yeah, the batons. Yeah. 
Hey, yeah. what's your names? Yeah. You know, and you get the, you get a great shot of them. So, you know, overall, I was hyped for it. Cool. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, you should definitely read those Frank Miller. Uh, I know, early 80s. I know. That stuff is as good as like the the Claremont Byrne X Men, and you know, like that's top, top, top stuff. Like you know, the Spider Man from the time, like in terms of that early eighties Marvel. That I know, the but it's one of those things where you already know the ending, and I've seen everybody imitate it since right. then. So it's kind of. But I will give a big shout out to Mark Wade's current run of Daredevil. Right. It is amazing, folks. Like if you're not. If you're out there reading comics, pick that up because it features the dark Daredevil, but it's more lighthearted. It's more about him being an adventurer and awesome. Oh. And so it's really okay. dope. Well, since you're such a fan of the Flash TV show, you should definitely read the Mark Wade Flashes. I know. Oh, oh, I know. Okay, I've yeah. read that show. Okay, Come on, right, man. I've right, read right, issues right. here and there. You know, right. I, I know Mark Wade's the man. Yeah, I already know. But no, that was where he made his Why'd you go busting your chops Flash. like that? Damn. I know. But you ain't read the Daredevil, you know? Right. Damn. You ain't got the answers, right? <laughs> but what we do have is a lot more Fan Bro Show. So, you know, we're going to take a quick break right here and we'll be right back with more Fan Bros. Yo, this is your friendly neighborhood Mega Ran with a special announcement. Make sure you're following the Fan Bros Show on iTunes, subscribe. On Facebook, like it. And on SoundCloud and Twitter, follow it. Let's go. Welcome back, fan bros. Hope you've been enjoying this episode. It's your boy DJ Ben Amin. And on this episode of Fan Bros Show, we've got a brand new segment for you. This week in the N-Word, we have the infamous SAE fraternity from University of Oklahoma, right? The Sooners. This, I don't understand how in 2015 you get caught on tape doing this stuff, but the big story about this group, this fraternity, is that that they decided that they wanted to put their racist chant, and I'm pretty sure I've been going on for years and years and years. Years. Years and years and years. Someone videotaped them singing a racist chant about there will never be a ninja in SAE, and so on and so forth, and hanging ninjas and things like that. You can hang them from a tree, but then never sign with me. Yeah. Wow. I missed that part of that one. Yeah. Wow. I saw you, the you didn't get the You didn't get the second verse. Yeah, yeah. You I cut it off. Yeah, yeah. I cut it off at the hook. They ain't got no bars. I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so so this has become, like, a big outrage for the last week or so on the Internet. It went heavy on Twitter. Um, thankfully, the the president of the university responded quickly and decisively, and he said there is absolutely zero tolerance for this. FSAE, close down their fraternity, their, their house, take down the house letters, suspend everybody, and it's done. Shut it down. But what's interesting about this whole thing is that's great. That's cool and all good for you. Their house mother of SAE came out with some stuff. She came out saying, you know, oh, I, I'm i so upset about these boys. You know, that's wrong of them, la, la, la. But then this Vine video surfaces of her. Two years ago, she's looks like she's drunk to me. She's singing Trinidad James. Hold up. All right. They just showed me this video yeah. in the break right now. And I didn't realize that was the house mother That's of the house SAE. So, so she's a she's an older woman. She's an older, mature woman. Hold up. <laughs> that Singing. is the greatest expose in the history of exposés. Trinidad James, thank you for existing. Like, 
I never <laughs> wanted to thank Trinidad James so much. Like, that's so epic. This woman was singing all gold everything, and she was singing one of the verses where it's basically ninja, 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 He ninja. gave people a right to think it's okay to say it because it was a hit song where it was repeated unnecessarily. I'm not going to put that on Trinidad James' head. Many people. Oh, I mean, rappers of all, yeah. you know, blends, walks of life, everything have done that. Yeah, so thank you, rappers. <laughs> so that so she 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 playing like she's upset with them, but then her video that she did two years ago comes out with her singing this song and having a good ass time apparently, and then everyone looking at her like, oh, so that's you, ma. Mind you, this woman is also has a GoFundMe campaign up right now because she lost her job. Oh, okay. So the GoFundMe campaign has already been killed. So no love for you, ma. <laughs> oh. Man, now it's it's also worth pointing out this this fraternity. They brag in their charter that like 362 or something of their first 400 members were members of the Confederacy. Um, I don't like know. 14 were for right, the union. 14 were in the union. They brag some, about this. Like they, they brag about that. I mean, their history goes far back. Like I saw right. today on the Internet, many documents where they had parties like they threw some crip party. And all the dudes up in there. They had an MLK blue. Day party right. where they were doing like blackface and and do basically act quote unquote act like a black person type things. So so gold teeth, like I said, backface, being acting like you're just all this BS. All right, I want to not stop, but I want to say something right now. It's like uh, we talk about this a lot on the show, and people wonder, you know, why aren't you just talking about comics, et cetera, movies? But you know, as we always say, we're the voice of the urban geek. And, like, on Facebook this week, I posted something where it was talking about six ways that the geek culture needs to take a hard look at themselves. And the responses I got were so insane because most people were reading the article, even though it mentioned Gamer, Gamergate, et cetera, et cetera. People were immediately, uh, F on Arnita, Sharkeesian, whatever, F all those girls, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yo, that's not even the whole of the article. You got to look at the fact that it's talking about, you know, misogyny, racism, <laughs> big ass problems in the gaming industry that no one wants to address. And they're like, yo, why are you worried if there's no games with black characters? Why are you so upset that someone's bringing it up? Your games are not getting taken away. They're not going to stop making Halo. They're not going to stop making games with chicks with their ass out. They're not going to stop making games with ninjas with guns. They're not going to stop games where people are cussing each other out. They're not going to stop because this shit makes too much money. So what the hell is your problem? And that's what I was saying in the break and what I have to repeat here. It goes beyond like even the white privilege that people don't believe in. Which, as Tanahasi said on our episode, you know, really just means you're a racist. Don't if you believe if you don't believe there's white privilege, you have to, you know, it's there's it's not even white privilege, just white racism, basically. And the other side of it is that they, most male gamers will not accept that there's male privilege, and they will not. I'll, I'll just say a lot of men won't accept male privilege, and the fact that they that's, pretty that's much accurate. abuse it and use it every day of their lives. And I think I, I, this, there's two types to me. There's the willful ignorance where you know what's up and you're still acting like, oh, that's not, that can't be true. And then there's the people who, because they live it and they have, they can't see beyond their own hand that they don't really truly get it. But for whatever reason, oh, and, and usually, like I said, again, willful ignorance, they shield themselves from the truth. 
And it's just crazy because people brought up all kind of reasons. Oh, they're artists, these video game makers. You know, their art shouldn't be interfered with. And I'm like, but no one's interfering. As I'm saying, people, you get in the thing twisted. It's not about interference. It's about inclusion. It's always been about that. What Anita, I don't necessarily agree with absolutely everything people like Anita and people say. But what the whole point is, this is about inclusion, not exclusion. She's not saying all this stuff to say, oh, you can't have this types of video games no more. She's pointing out a problem, a real issue in games, a real issue in the medium that needs to be addressed. They're not saying we're going to take away your stuff. This is not, oh, we're going to take away your guns. It doesn't work like that, folks. It's not the same. Like, chilled out. Like, I, I, I don't understand just logically and even emotionally speaking how you get so worked up when a woman of any color comes to you and says, oh, this is wrong or this is not right. Why does that automatically mean to you your whole life is over? That's not how what it means, and that's not how it works. We're pointing out an, an injustice. We're pointing out something that needs to change or needs to to be modified to include more people. There are female gamers. Every female gamer doesn't want to be sitting there watching all this bullshit go on all the time. We want some new shit too. And sometimes I want the, I want to play with the bullshit, so I don't understand what the big deal is. I mean, that's the same point I would make. Like, I love Grand Theft Auto as much as I anyone. I love Grand Theft Auto. But I also admit it's racist, misogynist. Right! You have to recognize. My is. thing is, don't be stupid. Don't be blind. Recognize what you're doing and recognize and let people have their say. People have a right to feel the way they feel. That's not imposing on your personal standpoint. Okay? I don't, I don't get it. And nobody's talking about taking away Grand Theft Auto, which that's, definitely talks about the same. And, and, and that's absolutely. what, and, and that's to me, that's, that's the so crux of, of these crazy yeah, ass exactly. people on the internet who get all up in arms talking about they're gonna kill g- women and they're gonna, you know, doxing people and, and sh- sh- having police show up at places like you but have see, people fearing for their life off a of video game, son. See, that's the really? problem. Like, people won't even admit. Like they'll be like, uh, they fake the doxes. Uh, they fake the threats. It's the same you, thing. You, you don't fake a dox, motherfucker. You right. don't fake that shit. People don't understand. Hacking is real. Doxing is real. These are not games. But see, what I'm saying is that it goes even beyond that. It's like people will never admit injustice because then it implies their own, you know, actions in the that injustice. Wrong doing. Yeah. No one's perfect. No one's perfect. Your faith is all fucked up. You're all fucked up. What is your problem? Understand that. Recognize. Relate accept and move the hell on it's that easy but no everybody wants to be gamergate and no anita wants to take away my video games f her <laughs> that's how y'all sound a bunch of dumbass clowns. okay i'm done i'm see y'all making me mad now i know we went right from uh, <laughs> sae to gamergate uh anything <sighs> else in this week in the n-word <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's more drama. I'm you know, sure there's, there's more, and sadly, they'll probably this will be a weekly segment for in weeks to come. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure of that. So, I don't want no right. more more drama in this dancery. Okay. All right. Yeah. No nah. more drama for real. We're gonna take a quick break right here. It'll be right back with more fan bros. Internets, this is Premium Pete, and you are listening to the Fan Bros Show. I fuck with them. I mean, listen, I love to hear about all the geek stuff, all the comic books, the movies, the, the, the gobstoppers, everything, okay? 
I really fuck with it. And if you don't fuck with it, then there's something wrong with you. Internet, the fan bro show. Cheers. And welcome back, fan bros. This spicy episode of Fan Bros Show. Word, man. Hope you enjoyed <laughs> that new segment. I'm sure, as Chico Leo said, that we'll be returning to it, <laughs> you know, many times in the future. But right now, it's the return of one of my favorite segments. Tech Talk with Tatiana. And this week in tech news is the biggest news that everyone's been talking about. The Apple Watch event or the Apple Watch plus Apple TV plus Apple MacBook event, if you were actually watching the whole thing. The biggest news, like I said, was about the Apple Watch. It was actually first revealed back in September, but now they finally revealed the release date and the price. It comes out, if I'm not incorrect, yes, April 24th. And the watches start at 349 and go up to... 10 stacks. Past 10 stacks, my friend. You can actually buy a Toyota Corolla with as much money as you can pay for an Apple Watch. 20 stacks. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I, listen, so. Or as Drake would say, strip club money. Strip club money, basically. So I know you were talking about how you wanted the uh, Apple Watch. You thought, uh, well, the Mickey Mouse Apple Watch. You thought the that Mickey was Mouse cute. Mickey Mouse hands on the commercial sold me. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a watch face that you would probably be able to just I know, so I figured it. that you could get all kind of hands or, or faces yeah. eventually. Yeah. You yeah. could change, I mean, because it's all digital, so you can change out the faces and whatnot. Um, like I said, it starts at like 349. That's kind of like the basic sport edition. You know, plastic, steel, things like that. The really super high-end version has like gold, like real gold. Gold all in my watch. Right? So and that starts at ten thousand dollars. So starts at ten thousand. Starts at ten thousand dollars. So I mean, Apple's going after just this random size market, and it's really just for people who got money and don't know what to do with it. I want to. I, I want a car on my arm. Sounds like me. Oh. Uh, you know, money and don't know what to do with it. <laughs> right also, up my alley, right there, baby. Um, also, in the Apple event, there's they released or revealed the gold MacBook that everyone's salivating over. It's I. It's a 12-inch MacBook, all gold, everything again. Only has one port, a USB-C port, which basically is like a Swiss Army knife of ports. It does everything. It charges. It, it, it transfers data. It does everything. And this thing is going to start at $12.99 and up and is released on April 10th. You want that new MacBook? Hell yeah. I mean, I'm a Mac <laughs> addict. You know, Hell if you yeah. bring out a new Mac, what do you think? Yes, I want a new MacBook. So you basically have to get the $80 dongle that will allow you to actually attach more than just your power cord. Yes, or your, if you if you want right. to attach more. And, and they made this thing math thin. It's like paper thin when right. you see Weighs it from the profile. Weighs two pounds or something. Weighs two pounds, exactly. But do they still have a regular MacBook? Yeah, they're still going to have the regular MacBook. They're going to refresh the regular MacBooks, the one with like the real specs. Like Because this one is running oh, on yeah. a low-end CPU. Yeah. So, I never so, wanted in there. Uh, this, this is another one of those things where it's like, do you really want it? If you're an Apple sheep, then go ahead, be my guest. Yes, that's for you. And also the other actually bigger snooze to me was bigger than a watch was the fact that they um, are now with the new Apple TV. They are, well, the lower priced Apple TV. They are going to bring HBO Now. HBO Now, that would be, you can only use HBO Now separate from, you know, the full HBO service on Apple TV. What that means is you'll be able to watch your Game of Thrones and all the other stuff that come on HBO. But that whole streaming thing where it's just HBO now, nothing else, 
Apple TV exclusive. So you don't need right to now. get a whole cable package. Right. So if you are so so if you're one of those people who right. are like those Roku box people or the Apple TV people who you just want Netflix or Hulu or whatever and all you were missing was, you know, your your Game of Thrones, there it is. Nice. That's all you need, man. I ain't mad at it. I can't be. And I think there's some other stuff that I really didn't care about, but for the most part, those are the biggest things. All right, Tatiana, with a little <laughs> bit of spicy, you know, shade on the silent tip <laughs> can, on can I, news. Can I just say a comment on something there? Yes. So th- this Apple iWatch is the first of these wearable things that will yeah. basically make us all androids, you know, in, well, in the, the future. Well, it's not the first. It's not. Th- it, w- but no, but it's the first. Ma- you're right. There have been other other watches for sure. It's the first new device from Apple that's not not a phone, not a tablet, right. not a whatever since Steve Jobs died in like five years. But because people have, because people are wearing it, there's going to be such a level of personalization that there's going to be a whole industry around the iWatch. That's of, the idea. Of all the different things like Ben Amin was talking about. Now, I think maybe no one has thought about this. I feel like the over-under, I mean, they're going for sale on April 24th. So by noon on April 24th, the first person will have had their arm cut off for oh. the $10,000 one. <laughs> so I'd You're like to suggest right. someone You're out there right. come up with personalized, like, um, you know, basically cybernetic arms for no. all of the people who are going to have their arms chopped off starting on April 24th. <laughs> Basically, there's going to be a whole a whole bunch of one-armed men, you know, like they couldn't make The Fugitive after April 24th because there's going to be so many one-armed men. And I don't mean to be sexist, but wow. there was a one-armed man in The Fugitive. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be piles of arms. That's not even That's sexist what? at all because I don't think that many women are that foolish to buy. Thank you. Right, right. <laughs> That's not right. sexist. That's just y'all being stupid. Yeah, I'm just uh, saying. I think, I think, I mean, it just seems like, think about what people are, what you're saying. It's going to be a car on your arm and think about what people do to steal a car. Like, all you got to do is just get that arm off, you know? People like, wear gold chains, all kind of more expensive things on their body. Yeah. And there's not a rush of fugitive movies being made. Right. Well, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I think there's definitely going to be a, a whole a whole situation. There's going to be less people holding on to the pole on the subway in May. <laughs> hey, they might I'm be. Saying. There might be more thefts. That's all oh, about. man. Sure. You know, is that it for Tet News? <laughs> Tatiana? I mean, unless Chico got some other no, murderous no, idea to come up it. with, we're good. I just wanted to say. Nah, we're good. All right, you know, a little spicy, a little doom and gloom. (laughs) And now let's move on to my favorite segment of the week, Comic Psychops. And in tech-related news in Comic Psychops, DDC revealed that Greg Capullo, his Batman series, will be featuring a new Batman who, in the one image revealed of him, looks like a RoboCop rabbit type figure. Like, not exactly a oh, rabbit. Oh, he used I, that I, concept. I'm overselling the rabbit part. It's more like a RoboCop. With There's something coming out of the head that resembles rabbit ears instead of bat ears, and he's holding a gun, which is, Whoa, of course, fanboys, cool. right. fan bros, geeks of all natures erupted over the internet. Oh, my God, he's got a gun. Is it like a... I don't know, smoke gun because he what? Kind no, it looked like a smoking like a gun. gun. No, it looked like a gun gun, like a oh, RoboCop gun. No. And of course, you know, fan bros, of course, the internet were 
heated and disturbed. And it's just one of those things that Batman shot mad people in the past, like in the comics, in the movies, at various times, Batman has, and not just in the like 40s and the 50s, but in the 80s, in the 90s, 2000s, Batman stays shooting people for. So you say it's not new. No, it's nothing so new. So people really shouldn't be up in arms as much as they are. It's just one of those things because you're going to see that there's going to be some type of twist, et cetera, et cetera. You know? But I think coupled with that, 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 that new image of the new style Batman, I think that's jarring. And I, I understand why everybody would be like, yo. But at the same time, like I say, Batman stays shooting folks. It's like, you know, whether you want to be like, oh, no, Batman doesn't shoot people. Google it. Batman, you know, there's going to be some a lot of cases of Batman shooting people in various decades. It's it happens. Usually he doesn't kill, but Batman has murdered quite a few people in every variation of them, probably except for uh, the Batman TV show. Well, he definitely kills people. I thought he had a thing against using guns because his parents were shot. But, he, I mean, there's definitely no doubt that he's killed tons of people. Oh, he kills tons of people. And caused people to die. Ca- right. It's more so causing people to well, die. I'm, I'm sure like, he's well, his fair share of people off of buildings and out of airplanes and stuff like that. Well, he, he's, I know, he's murdered people in various right. ways. Like, but he's also shot mad people. Like, it, it, it goes back. You know, it definitely goes back that Batman has shot people in... And the thing about no guns because of his parents was introduced way later. Right. I think that's, yeah, there was yeah. like a Batman year two that Todd McFarlane actually drew in the in the 80s or the 90s. Mm. And it was it was in that. Yeah, I think you might be right. With Joe Chill, who's the guy who shot uh, Batman's parents that I always thought would be a dope rapper name. <laughs> I'm sure it has been. Joe Chill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right up there with Captain Cold. Right. They need to form a team. Yeah, well, that's it for that. Also, DC announced that they are going to an- embrace the single life of a gay male in their new what? series for Midnighter. Wow. Yeah, Midnighter is a character who's basically a Batman analog, and his character at most of the time was in a relationship with a Superman analog, Apollo, but it appears they've broken up, and now Midnighter is out on the prowl. Right. You know, he's living that single. He's he's from The Authority. Yes, he's from The Authority, a great series. And an exception had some wheat stuff after that. I'm not sure how this will be, but, you know. The reception for the gay character? No, the reception for the gay character. Midnighter's been gay for a long time. I'm about to say, I I know no one's upset about this. No, I'm saying, I'm just saying how good the series will be. You know, know, we'll see. But, you know, DC is embracing diversity and it seems like everyone's doing that because yeah. marvel has been announcing secret wars um series left and right yes all of their main series will be canceled i think mm-hmm. in like april or may yeah, whenever very soon, like, like right around the corner right around the corner they've been building up to it forever and they keep announcing new series they announced uh carol danvers and the carol core Mm-hmm. which is like now Captain Marvel will have, because in Secret Wars, like in the old one, it's like a battle world where each series mm-hmm. will have their own piece of the world. Right. right. Like so they the, named the different sections of the world too. Okay, okay. Yep. Yeah, so the Carol Corps don't have a section. Uh, the Squadron Sinister from the old Squadron Supreme right, series right. from way back from Mark Grunewald. Grunewald, yep, yes. yep, yep. Oh, man, it was such an epic. Look it up on Google. Find that first Squadron Supreme miniseries. But yeah, Secret Wars is looking crazy, and Marvel's like throwing 
every crazy idea they have at the wall right now. So right. we'll see what comes out of it. But it looks really dope. Right. I'm, I'm really hyped about that. Quick shout out. I just want to shout out some stuff that I've still been reading. Multiversity has been crazy. The last two issues have been the best two issues of it. Grant Morrison, DC Comic. Each issue is like a completely different story in a completely different universe that somehow he might tie together when it's all over. It's like eight issues long. There's like been six issues out, I think, or five. But the last two have been top notch. Mm. So check them out. Chew from Image Comics. We talk about it a lot. We've interviewed the creators. It's got about 15 issues till it's all over. And it's simply put one of the best comics. It, it, if it sticks to ending, I've said this before, it's going to be one of the best series ever. Wow. It's great. Yeah. So check out Chew from Image Comics. And, and something else you actually might want to pick up. The brand new Star Wars novel that's coming out, the um, Lords of the Sith, they're actually also introducing a gay character. It's and going down. The, so this is actually the first gay character in the official Star Wars universe. So like this is like official canon. So movies, comic books, the novels. C-3PO doesn't yeah, count. Yeah, I was going to say C-3PO, C-3PO doesn't or 2D2. <laughs> I feel like they're a gay couple for sure. I mean, that's obvious. Yeah. That's, Bert, yeah, that's the Burton and Ernie of Star yeah, Wars. Exactly. exactly. Yes, yeah. Definitely. Well, this first official gay character is actually going to be a woman. So she's going to be a lesbian. And her name is going to be Moff Morris, which is interesting. Choice of name. Um, like I said, what about Lando? That would like crush everybody. No, no, no. And he was he was all over <laughs> Princess Leia. Yeah, but he could be the master, you know, because he's right. like being uber masculine. No, 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 no. And no. He, was ki- he was kicking it to the Latino on the new on Rebels when he was. Oh, there. so Lando just stayed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Skip that. No, but but like I said, this is the this is official canon because this is what Disney approves to actually go out and represent the Star Wars universe from now going forward. So I think that's a huge step for them. Kudos to them. That might be something you want to read, pick it up. I'm amazed that that hasn't happened earlier. You would think that, right? But like, well, that's not. They said that actually they do have gay characters in non-official stuff. Um, in Knights of the Old Republic, there's a gay um character as well. Word mm-hmm. in the game. Um, in the game, and I'm oh, trying dope. to remember the name, start with like a J, but they did have it. So, so it's not the first time per se, but I, I guess on official paper, yes, is the first time. What about Star Trek? They had gay people. Yes. Where you been at? I mean, I don't watch it that much, you know. Yeah. Deep right. Space Nine definitely had uh, had 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 same sex relationships, although there was, it's a little more complicated because it was like a a being who had a parasite inside. I don't know, whatever. But there was definitely <laughs> what? No, that was left Chico. What the no, hell? No, no, that was. But there definitely no, was same a same sex thing going yeah. on there, yeah. um, for sure. I I would say for Disney, like, well, no, they mean it when Disney has a gay princess in one of their you know big flagship Disney movies. Ooh. They you can argue. People were arguing that Frozen. And that that whole sister thing was was towards the, the Christian the, the extreme yeah. Christians were saying that was more lesbianism. I wow. heard that that fro- that the Christians were really against Frozen because that they said that basically it was it was promoting coming out and the whole be yourself thing was a mask for just you know be gay. Oh my gosh! But that that was obviously the poor you know, Frozen boy. Crazy, oh, you know. And the character I was referring to in Knights of the Old Republic, his name is Jahani. And okay. apparently that's a that's a, a lesbian character. Oh, dope. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, big ups to them. That's definitely very dope news. And, yeah, that's it for Comics Are Cops. We got some TV news to talk about right now. We got everything, yo. You know how we do. It's Fan Bros Show. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, so something that I know we didn't mention before. Maybe you guys talked about it last week about Jada and Gotham. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about, we talked it, about it on, on special yeah. delivery. Yeah. yeah. The so best reason to that's, ever I watch mean, the show. Ridiculous. Isn't I mean, I, I know I wasn't here for that. And I, no, please add absolutely add yeah. your feelings because I think it's looted. I mean, it's literally the shield without Vic Mackey. You know, it's I mean, it's it's any I mean, yeah, it's it's Breaking Star Bad Wars without Spock, you know? Yeah, wow. exactly. Breaking. That's Bad. pretty much that's pretty much yeah, the gist of it. Ludicrous. How I feel. It's, I, I actually have some inside information about why really what happened. You know, maybe I'll explain and tell you guys. Can you share that, please? Yeah. Exclusive. I mean, you know, it has something to do with money. So, which always is the, right. the way it is. So, I'll have to leave it at that. Mm. Yeah. But well, is yeah. this still in? Is all is this announcement part of a high stakes? Well, like, the is thing this is, a it done might deal, be, or, are they, or is this just part of people negotiating? Here's the thing: when she said, and when she announced it on this talk show she was on, she said she had a contract for just one year. She signed it for one year. The year is up, and that's about it. And but then she was being kind of coy about it. Jada, when I say she, I'm talking about Jada. She said, yeah, well, um, Fish still may have some tricks up her sleeve, so you got to watch to see what happens and all this other stuff." So I'm like, like you said, is this some high stakes? thing going on or i mean is this is it more than just business or what i also think it's relevant because if she signed a one-year contract and is asking for more money that's totally honorable that's totally above board if she signed a five-year contract and then she's suddenly like yeah i'm really good so you should pay me more money that's different so if she really had a one-year contract then she has every right to be like yeah pay me 10 times as much because you know i mean her character 10 times as good as anyone other than the penguin on the show exactly exactly her character is a staple so yeah Yeah. and especially recently they've really been doing a lot i had said earlier they got to get her out of the club and once they got her out of the club they it stepped everything up absolutely absolutely so i just wanted to put my two two cents in that i'm sad no, most definitely. Well, hopefully yeah. they'll put a whole bunch of more than two cents in, and they'll bring <laughs> Jada Pinkett back. You know, like that seems they need like to a make it rain up in that club. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it, 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 the, yeah, Deadwood. All right, sorry. Oh yeah, I mean, it, she don't want to go out like Deadwood either. Yeah. Right, right. Well, that's true. Yeah. Well, in other TV news where they are making it rain, AMC has ordered two seasons. Of a Walking Dead spinoff without damn. one episode premiering. Not a damn thing written. Yeah, I, I, I've talked about it a lot on the show, but it's always so amazing to me to see how Robert Kirkman's little independent black and white comic turned into this media juggernaut. Like, what's going on? Two seasons? The show is supposed to take place in Los Angeles with a brand new cast whole new storyline no relation to the other show but it is the same zombie apocalypse same zombie apocalypse did i tell you guys i I watched the full first season of the walking dead before i left for costa rica finally yes and i am with it and the thing the good thing about is even though i've always been sitting here listening to all the stories and and spoilers or whatever i don't it wasn't in context so i don't know really get it so and i don't even remember half of what y'all was saying so i'm like really excited to keep watching this series like i'm a new fan I'm and it gets it. better it, it, well, it gets get worse better. and then it gets better so you you know you'll sit you'll you'll see through it all but yeah there's going to be another walking dead series chico how you feel I actually I'm totally for it. I think it's a great wow. I, I think it's a great idea. I would have liked to have seen it be in another country. 
just mm. to like suddenly, you know, for there to be like the Chinese Walking Dead Africa or the African Walking, walking Dead, dead mm. that kind of thing. I mean, the, are they still going to be all white people if they do a China one? What? No, oh. no, no. That's the whole. They would be in Africa. Yeah, although they. You, you sure know, they're not going to do South right. Africa? Do like an apartheid? Right, special? exactly. They could do that. Um, but uh, I mean, where the black people? <laughs> right. Wait, wait. You're still they, early. Yeah, they, no, I know. So and I know. I know. They, there's but more. They're Atlanta, but they're still Atlanta not has, enough. No, and Atlanta has the largest black middle class in America, and that yeah. is not reflected. Not in at the all. Show, or in, in my opinion, in the zombies throughout the show. Fanbro show. Like what? The, the zombies should be well dressed. Zombies. <laughs> no, I'm saying there should be more black zombies. Although they're at the point now. There like have been. This should just be so a, rotting. That right. This should be tell. a greater percentage of black people. Period. Right. Just if you look at the zombies themselves. There's been enough at this point. Okay. Let's let the zombies go. I'd okay. rather there not be black zombies. Than I actually black do rather not shot be. in the face every week. Yeah. Right. All right. Happens enough from real life. Oh. oh yeah. My I know. Well, in better news, Comedy Central <laughs> ordered a Hannibal Buress series, and I'm pretty hyped about that. Like Hannibal Burst? 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 Whatever. Who can be seen weekly on uh, Broad City, which uh, was, you know, my one of my picks from like best new shows of last year. Nice. And is yeah. also in Neighbors, which was much funnier than I expected it yeah. to be. Uh, you know, Broad City is actually kind of funny. Yeah. I, I saw a few a few uh, clips of it, and I, I think it might be worth a watch, actually. Yeah. You know, can I admit something? Brooklyn 91119? Brooklyn 99. Is much funnier than I ever really? expected it could it be. It looked whack to me, yeah, so I never like watched it. It looked like the worst show ever. I've watched two episodes. Both of them were great. Oh. Yeah, I cannot front. Well, look at that. I guess I guess you got some new things to check out. Yeah, absolutely. So are we uh, are we ready for your third favorite uh, segment? Or are <laughs> we, uh, are but we the st- fact that you tell us it's your third favorite, your second favorite. I know, right? Like, that's, you're my third favorite child. <laughs> like, damn. I'm going to be a cold-blooded parent. Yeah. And, yes, it's time for my third favorite segment <laughs> of the week. Red-headed stepchild. So, uh, this week, I'm, I'm going to recommend Infernal Affairs. Which Are you going to lean into the mic Kong, when you a, do it? It's a Hong Kong police uh, movie that, that Martin Scorsese remade uh, in, uh, what was it, 2006 or something like that as... Um, Deliverance, yeah, yeah, departed, right? Not deliverance, as the departed. So the departed was a Chinese Hong Kong action movie that Scorsese remade with Leonardo DiCaprio and you know um, Matt Damon and all the others. And if you can imagine Leonardo DiCaprio and Matt Damon as you know dope Chinese guys, and I don't know, I I, I might have liked Infernal Affairs more. I definitely Ooh, recommend it. It's, that's a, it's a tough. good Hong Kong action movie. And um, The Departed is a great film. That uh, that yeah, I I yeah, I don't know. I I felt like they gave Martin Scorsese the best picture for that because they felt bad for yeah, all the times they, they they passed him over. Yeah, but you can't deny that Departed is great. Yeah, I, there's definitely great stuff in it. I feel like Jack Nicholson's acting in like a different movie than everybody else. <laughs> like, uh, but yo, anyway, definitely check out Infernal Affairs whether you're a fan of The Departed or not. So is that it for Chico's Pick of the Week? I think so. Nice. Good pick right there. Infernal Affairs, the original that inspired The Departed, which I will still say is probably better. But, you know. <laughs> but you should check it out. <laughs> Definitely check it out. They're both dope movies. You right. Know, independent of their own thing. Definitely we got some more movie news to talk about, though, tonight. 
Yeah. What is going on, Tatiana? They coming out with a sequel for Zoolander's son. Yo, did you see the video of them on the- uh, Paris Fashion Week? Yeah. And the Maison Valentino show? Yes, I did. And thank the Lord for Ben Stiller, really. Really. Yeah, but really, Zoolander wasn't that good. I, You know, it's the character. It wasn't so much yeah. the movie. It was the character. Yeah, the character, Blue Steel. Yeah. They, they were, I mean, there's moments in that movie. There's moments. Yeah, there's moments in that movie. Uh, so I like seeing that whole real world crossover thing. I don't that know. That was hilarious. I, but yeah. I don't, now as far as the movie, I, I'm not sure how that's going to play out, especially now that it's so, what is it, 10 years or something like that? Don't like, play out like Dumb and Dumber 2 did. Yeah. Uh, not well. Yikes. Yeah, but you know, Zoolander two. We'll see, folks. You know, could be better, but a sequel to an okayish movie. We'll, we'll 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 see. But there is going to be another remake of the Blob. Yes. Are you excited about that? Not at all. Me neither. No. Chico. Not really. I mean, I saw the Kevin <laughs> Dillon one in the theaters, the Kevin Dillon remake. That's the 88? Yeah, and the, 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 the Blob is That's originally Steve McQueen, and then they remade it with... Uh, oh, I didn't know Steve McQueen yeah, was in the original. Yeah, he's in the original. Yo, when, when that did, joint sucks him through the kitchen... Right. Now that's a classic. There was there was definitely some good stuff. I mean, I can see why I can definitely see why they're remaking it. I mean, it's definitely a potential franchise... Um, shared universe. Shared, right, shared universe. universe they're gonna, they're gonna have blob Ghostbusters. No, but, they already said that oh, a bunch of slimers oh, are gonna be Ghostbusters. No, you, you shouldn't have said that though. Does Sony own the rights to the blob? Because yeah, but anyway, oh, no. They said that, yeah, you could do a lot more with the blob. Maybe I don't know. They said that it's to be the director said there's to be more science than horror this time. The blob is to come from another world. But they're going to explain it more, you know, try and get into how it acts and why it does things and more than just a blob, you know, and because of what, you know, they're going to be. Okay, wait, he said the blob is going to be more sophisticated, more along the lines of aliens and predator. Yeah, like an alien creature, you know, like that, like the predator has a set of rules, but it's a blob alien has a set of rules. But it's a blob. I mean, the name is blob. The the name is onomatopoeia blob. Did you say it's black? <laughs> Lethal weapon too, but 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 you're black. Oh no, I'm not. I don't think this is a good idea. But yo, all right. Since we talked about stuff we're not hyped about, I gotta say this: Valiant Comics got Moolah out the wazoo. Congratulations! So yes. like like we talking about Marvel Moolah? We are talking about Marvel Moolah, the biggest influx of money since Marvel Studios was first formed. Do you know how much they talking about? Over a hundred million dollars. <laughs> That's like shark with the lasers on their head type money. <laughs> Freaking sharks, right? Laser beams wow. on their head type money. So what? What? What's what your th- thoughts about what they're gonna do with this money? My problem is, all right, Valiant Comics. Chico knows was a comic that was started in the nineties in the bid boom. There was a lot of different comics companies. They had a whole line of comics. Uh, Rye, Shadow Man, Exo Man of War, Exo Man of War, Archer and Armstrong. There was the Native American dude, right? Turok. Turok. Yeah, the he dinosaur dinosaurs. Hunter. Yeah, he I know dope. Tatiana knows about Turok. Yeah, he got a I video do. game. I do. Yeah. Video game. Of course, oh, of that course. video game was dope as hell. It was. Yeah, that gym <laughs> was crazy. Yeah, Turok, the dinosaur hunter. They got a lot of dope characters, but so far they've announced that they're doing a Shadow Man movie. I'm not. I was never. I was never that big a fan of Shadow Man. We're and pretty lukewarm on the movies this time on this episode. But they do say they're doing an Archer and Armstrong movie. And Archer and Armstrong is a 
duo. One of them is an immortal huh. drunkard who's part of a family of immortals. Drunkards? No, not all of them. Oh. One of one is a time traveler, and one is the eternal warrior who's like fought in wars since the beginning of time. So Wolverine. Even badder than Wolverine. Wow. Eternal Warrior is no joke. And wow. and Armstrong is no joke, but he's just a drunkard who's lived forever and partied. And then Archer is his friend who's been, he's just a young dude, like 18 years old, who's been trained in a monastery his whole life and is a martial artist, extreme badass. So like Vampire and Avatar is going to be in this together. Vampire and <laughs> Avatar? I'm just trying to, like, because I don't know these characters, and I'm just trying to liken them to characters Who that is I know. Vampire? A vampire. I said a vampire. Any vampire. You said No, a, a drunkard. You said, but is immortal. Yeah. Okay, so that's all Vampires that's don't be, you know, in well, the that, bars, didn't vent. <laughs> yes, they do. You know, <laughs> hey, we used to watch True Blood. What were they doing? Getting in the bars, getting bent. I right, did. Sure indeed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Archer and Armstrong, I'm hype about. I'm I'm hype about this in general because Valiant Comics has a dope stable of characters, mm. and they they relaunched the line a few years ago, and they've been doing great things with it. Check them out, Valiant Comics. Pretty much, I, I I recommend any of their series right now. They've done some really dope things, so you know, looks good overall. I'm hyped about that one, unlike the other movie news. <laughs> we have no faith on this no. show. Yeah. That's it for the news of the week and Fan Pro Show. Thank y'all for listening. Once again, big shout out to everybody who came out this week. Shout out to Mega Ran and Samus, all the other performers. Such a dope week. Many more dope live events coming in real soon. As always, subscribe on SoundCloud. Like us on Facebook. Go to iTunes. Leave a comment. Subscribe. Follow us on Twitter. Instagram, Vine, at Fan Bros Show. Yeah. Easy, simple. You know how we do. Chico, I know you got some news. It's some other stuff we got to talk about, some shout-outs we got to do before we get out of here. So last week, uh, Norman Lee, who was in a, a longtime inker for Marvel Comics, um, was lost at sea uh, while he was uh, snorkeling with his wife in the Cayman Islands. Yeah. And what was a rescue mission is now a quote-unquote recovery mission. I actually met Norman Lee twice and once actually had a whole, you know, basically had dinner with him for, you know, in, in evening. And, um, you know... Uh, even if I hadn't have met him, it's obviously a tragedy, but definitely thoughts and prayers to his family, his loved ones, uh, all of that. And, um, you know, uh, and, and Marvel fans. Yeah, most definitely. And people everywhere, man, and his family, all that. Blessings to all y'all. Yeah, and also I got to give a big shout-out to Devil in a Blue Dress, a big fan and supporter of the whole Loudspeakers Network. And she's, you know, had a little trouble. She's at home recovering now. So shout-out to you. Speedy mm. recovery to you. Love and blessings to you. Thank you for supporting us all these years. Anything else before we get out of here? No, that was it. No snappy, witty line to end the show on? Free my ninja fish, Mooney. <laughs>